Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Shall we start? Yes. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Hello and welcome to our fourth podcast of Let's Chat. Um, mate, we made it this far. Yeah, it's going really quick though. I know, we are going to be introducing new little features within the podcast, but we won't spoil that for now. Not yet. Yeah. Um, so this podcast is, um, I don't know if you want to describe this, Carol, as maybe deep or getting emosh. I don't know. <laughs> emosh. Emosh. Yeah. yeah. I like the sound of that one. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about happiness and sadness. And I guess with this one, we didn't really do that much planning as in, like with anyone, not just me and Carol, obviously, we've gone through highest of highs and lows of lows um and right now with the current situation of well what we're all going through everyone's kind of in the low and sadness area but we want to bring a podcast that brightens your day you know if um, usually this podcast was made for people commuting to work but i guess you can't really commute to work if you work if you're home but (laughs) you know but if you're bored at home, you're bored doing your work at home, listen to our podcast, put us in the background. Like, you know, we're not that rude. We don't swear that much. Well, sometimes we do. But uh, hopefully... Mostly our... honest. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, but our podcast is here to make sure we fill the time and that's why we ramble on for one hour. Carol... Yes. What is your definition? Actually, let, let's not talk about definition of happiness. What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yes. Mm. I'm enjoying myself. Oh, cheeky, mate. This is a <laughs> this is a PG thirteen podcast. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, good music. Yeah. Definitely good music. Yeah. Um. Video games. Yep. Don't mind me some of that. Oi. Um, you know, spending time with friends and just. Well, we can't do that right now. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, just doing things you enjoy, really, isn't it? I mean, would you say that? Because for me, those aren't. I mean, some of those things that you said are also happy things for me. But would you say that? From person to person, happiness is a very subjective thing to, um, to let's say, generalize. Oh yeah, both happiness and sadness, isn't it? Mm. Just uh, it varies so much from person to person that it's really hard to describe or pinpoint. You see, I always had this connotation with happiness where the older you get, the happier you are. And I think we. this is how we kind of started the podcast, yes, didn't it? Yes, yes, it was. I'm happy you brought this up. <laughs> Basically, what was it? When before... You posted, you posted something on your story exactly, about that. Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, you asked people the very question whether uh, you're more happy the older you get. Exactly. And I answered, um, yes, but it depends. Exactly. Um because obviously, the older you get, the happier you get with more simple things. Because um, I asked my mom this, she's 60, 64, um, and I asked her, like, is it is it true? And she said, to a point, yes, because obviously, um, you, you don't worry about, like, all the other things that younger people do. Uh, 
but at the same time it depends what kind of situation you are in because mm. as the simpler things can make you happier so the the simpler things can make you sadder as well in what way explain that to me so like um simpler things will make you worry more like if you're older then uh worry about worry about your health and like financial issues and and other things like that there's there's a lot more going on around you the older you are so like like us two for example we we don't really worry about our health because we're young we're healthy but the older you get the more problems you get you know like dental care like your overall health your organs things like that worrying about more diseases more potential things that could harm you the older you get that's that's actually a um a very profound yeah i mean i didn't really think about that because we 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 shared the same kind of thing where the older you get the happier you get but yeah the poll was very weird as in people were basically saying no happiness doesn't come with age it it you just you're just happy no matter the situation because i think what they were what they were saying to me was you know i've right now i'm older than i was 10 years ago but i'm not as happy when i was a kid like that was the yeah. example that everyone was telling me but then the way i responded back was you can't really compare the two ages as in yes now no. you're in your 20s and back then you were not even in your teens Th- those are two different parts of your life you can't compare the two you it's see, like yeah i think that you can actually compare ages so the way i'd see it is you can compare being old and being like uh young like before teens because it's basically the same thing when you're that young all you see is happiness because you're happy from the simple things getting to go outside i don't know watching your favorite cartoon you don't have the worries the stress the things like that when you're older it's practically the same thing you're happier for the simpler things because you don't have to worry about like getting a new job getting a fucking girlfriend or i don't know getting a fancy car whatever you know yeah so both the the very young and the old the the older uh ages they're they're the happiest because when you're in that middle um when you get to like your college ages and all the way through to your like late 40s it's just there is happiness don't get me wrong um but there is a lot more stress unless you're one of those people that has money um, that would be great right now i do what one thing that is controversial but i still believe 100% in now is money brings happiness and a lot of people disagree but i no one's been able to change my mind so far i mean i i don't disagree but i at the same time i don't agree um and i'll t- i'll tell you like a little it's not it's not a story but like an example um yeah i i came from a very third world country yeah where the people in that in 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 that country survive in very little forms of money most of the time they had to they have to grow their own food you know raise their own cattle bare bones as in you know right. we have chicken for our eggs and for our actual chicken like there's right. it, it's it's that plain but i think in the western world we are 
so exposed to so much stimuli um we 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 i think we're instilled to say that money does bring happiness because you're correct because money does mean paying the bills on time to have a better house to have food to have shelter to have insurance to have x y and z and you know for any of us that means happiness because those brings it brings an artificial um what's the word it basically means that you're settled in life right because you know if you have a car if you have a home that means you can get there and back from your job and if you if you have food it means you can feed yourself you can feed your family exactly and for for people in the third world country they would be buzzing mate they would be buzzing if they have a constant stream of income constant you know money just to put fuel in their in their car so they can go from one Mm. place to another and I feel like this is where if we compare the two nations, let's say a very poor nation and a very yeah. well-off nation, happiness then can be, can't be then compared. I agree. Yeah, in that, in that case, I agree. Because um, obviously you can't really compare first world and third world countries. Like it, it's not really possible. Um but if it comes to us living in first world countries, America, England, whatever, um, money is happiness. Like, but does that no mean? Deny it. But does, sorry for interrupting. But does that no, mean on. that we're overreacting? As in, like, yeah, people in the third world countries don't have much, but for some reason they can still find something to smile about or to laugh because about. Because they, um, third world countries aren't as advanced. They they don't have the luxuries, they don't have fucking fancy stuff, because for one, well, obviously they can't afford it, but for two, they don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're just sort of living to survive, but a lot of them are are happier than most people living in in those other countries. Reason being is because they they don't know about those things, even if they do know about them, they don't care about it, because what's more important to them is what's ahead of them. They're just day-to-day lives. Would um, you say we need it, though? Like, not necessarily, but because we are so advanced and only moving forward in terms of everything, tech, society, um, money is, like, one of the only ways you can be happy. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, if you don't have money, you don't have shit in this world. Unless you are living in a third world country where you're used to it, um, then you can have happiness from your normal life, even if it's hard, but they don't have that comparison. Yeah. Whereas if you sent like someone from England to fucking live like that, they'd be depressed because they, they know the comparison. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard, um, I've had multiple stories from, um, you know, African countries, Asian countries, where their parents would send them back to where they originated from to kind of, let's say, to put their feet in the ground. I I think living in London, I've met a lot of characters, a lot of people who had, you know, came from different backgrounds. And they've told me a story where they were so thankful that they went back to their own country because they realized how fortunate they are being in England. As in, yeah. you know, most countries don't have free healthcare. 
Um, most countries don't have free education up to a certain point. Um, I feel like it's no one's fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying it's my fault. Oh, no. But I feel like we are so privileged to a point we don't really... We take certain things for granted, and I think that's why a lot of people right now are unhappy because we feel like we feel like we don't have everything. Even though, if you bring a little boy from Asia who has nothing, and pl- and you replace, you basically swap lives, he'll be the happiest person ever because he just knows that he'll get three meals a day, he'll get a bed that's probably bigger than his house. I don't know. Exaggeration there. Yeah, you could be right. Just slight, mate. Just slight. Hey, at least and like, just, just, like every time I go back, um, to my country, the sanitation it's improving. Don't get me wrong. If any Filipinos mm. are listening, don't please don't take offense <laughs> to this. But you know, if you go, if I go to someone else's house, it's you know the sanitation isn't the best. I mean, it's it's. Yeah. And I, I every time I I go there, there isn't a. Like one of the main reasons the sanitation isn't as good is because that's not exactly a worry for them. I th- well, I mean, I think because we're so used to our high standards here, mm. we expect that standards everywhere. Because yeah. if you think about it, right, all we need for basic sanitization is running water, soap, and 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 like and and some sort of thing that can dry us that's really it that's really it yeah. and obviously where we we can dispose matter i'm not going to say that word here <laughs> <laughs> um but because we are so used to and confined to this societal norm of having a toilet and having a bathroom having a shower having a bath that if we experience something else so let's say living in the wild People are like, "Oh crap, man! This is this is some um, jungle living." But if yeah. you, if you think about it, if you think if you strip everything back, that we kind of just need all that. And I'm not saying that. Oh yeah, Ernest, go on, then live over there. Like, mate, I'll be I'll be saying no first of all because I can't. I I genuinely am not used to living that way anymore. Yeah. But I think my point is just we are so used to being pampered. We are we are a pampered society, you know. We complain, oh, yeah, no, you know. Definitely. We we complain about, um, oh my my phone is running out of charge. I better get an upgrade, or um, <laughs> oh, I, I need AirPods. But this sounds that's like me, exactly you know. My point, because we are how we are. That's why money is like happiness, because money. Like most happiness in our lives depends on money. Is this like, a society problem? No, it's just how how advanced we got. Like we we're getting to a point where there's there's more tech, there's more um, needs from tech, and and so you need more money to be happy. Yeah. Because like you you can't do much without money nowadays. Like you have these people who, who like on YouTube live out of their car and shit um, to to prove a point, but. Like, even if they're happy on camera, bruh, they have to worry about their car not getting stolen. They have to pay for that. They have to do that. Money still fucking matters. Like, whatever you try and do. Unless you completely isolate yourself um, and live off of your own crops and somewhere out in the woods. Um, But then that depends on the person. But to, 
be properly happy in our society in these times you need money there's no other way around it oh yeah i don't i i completely agree with you money money is a an essential part now sadly because you definitely get these families and i've heard this a lot from different people like oh be happy with what you have that that's not the point like you can be happy with what you have but you're still gonna have stress which means you still need money to be happy like either way yeah it's not even about being spoiled at this point it's just you need money to be happy you need money if you have money you don't have like basically no stress you don't stress about uh making sure you have money for food you don't have to worry about bills you get whatever you want like it's it's all happiness from there and then if you're living with like minimum wage or even like middle-ish wage um and you're not like well off or living comfortably you always have to worry about it you always have to look over your shoulder and be like do i have money for this oh no i actually i can't buy this because i need money for that later on does that mean I'll, I'll put a, like an a counter argument? I'm not saying that I, I disagree, but I'm going to put an, yeah. a counter argument. So let's say you are placed in that situation and that predicament where let's say you are on minimum wage, um, you work mm. your ass off, but at the you know at the end of the at the end of the month you're still struggling by. You're left with ten pounds and you're basically living off from wage uh, from every single pay packet. Yeah. Does that mean? you should um, revisit or revise your spending. I know living expenses in, in the UK is fucking awful, especially in the South. Yeah, you have to. Like, whatever way you look at it, you have to revisit your fucking spending and you have to get rid of uh, maybe not luxuries, but things that aren't necessary. So would you say... Um, I actually don't know where this song came from, but more money, more problems. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> is is that like you said? You, like no. you said, like you said. Um, you know, the more money you have, the less stress you have. But yeah. my argument is with that is, I've realized in myself, you know, as I've I've climbed through the the career ladder, as they say. I don't believe in that, but the career mm. ladder, the more money I've earned or um, worked for I have experienced more problems as in I think when you when you when you get a I think this could be this could relate to anyone who's listening right now the more money you have per se the more you're more lenient in certain things then it bites you in the ass yeah would you I mean that's my only counter argument when you said more money less stress See, the the more money, more problems thing, it really depends on uh, who you surround yourself with. Because think of it this way, you have all this money, right? So you don't have to worry about like uh, necessities, like your bills, your food, where you're going to live, things like that. You don't give a shit about that. Mostly you're spending money on luxuries and enjoying yourself and living your life to the fullest, right? Yeah. Um, but with that comes uh, people who want to fucking take from you, people who are jealous, fake friends, all that shit. Uh, people will constantly ask you to borrow your money, things like that, right? Um, but with that, it depends on who you surround yourself with. Uh, can you... And what do you mean by... So what, do you think that... 
um, the more money a person has, the more fake people it gravitates. Yeah, haven't you noticed how like even even big YouTubers and stuff like that? No, if you look at some of their Instagrams and shit, notice how many people are around them. Like tons of people. Yeah. Um, and they're like they're quote unquote friends, but let's be honest, they they're just hanging out because they have money. Yeah. Because they want to get some of that. It's like it's not true friendships. I don't fucking believe that. So how do you do? How do you know the difference between a real friend and a fake friend? Then let's say if you are in that situation, you know. I Honestly, think, yeah. I don't know. Like <clears throat> me personally, I have fucking like a handful of friends that I can call actual friends because I know for one, no matter what, they will always be honest with me. You know. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know how you would uh, recognize a real friend from a friend who's just hanging with you because of your money, uh, but it also depends when they started hanging out with you, whether it was before or after you got the money.、Mm, I guess. I mean, so when you said that, is there anything else that will make you happy? I know I know we were talking about you know money because money literally、yeah. brings. Everything is there. Another thing apart from money that that can can come too close with it, basically. Um, for me personally,、mm. just like peace. In so, terms of like, <clears throat> no worries, no nothing like on my head all the time. Just just like peace. Do you think if you are Peaceful within yourself. Let's say you accept yourself. Does that bring wealth? As in, because you know you said that the more money you have, the less stress you have, which equals、yeah. peace. That kind of makes sense, right?、Mm. Do you think you can reverse that? If you are, if you accept yourself, you are you have peace within yourself. You're happy, and because you're happy, you're more let's say creative or upbeat, and then that might bring you fortune. Like, have you thought it in that way? Possibly, I mean, nowadays there's so many possibilities, isn't there? Like, if you're comfortable enough to be happy in whatever situation you are,、um, and you sort of just do what you want to do with enough passion, I'm sure like money and and success will gravitate towards you.、Um, Now I'm saying now I'm not like a huge believer in like fate and 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 like all that type of stuff,、um, but there is some truth to it. Like most of the time,、um, you sort of just go with life, don't you, and and see where it takes you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get you, I get you. Because there's so many turns in life that. You know, you'd be following a path, and you're like, "Oh, I just need to get to the end, and and I'll be where I want to be." And then you just get a fucking roadblock, and you have to turn left and right, and it go fucking goes haywire, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think、um, when I was in、uh, finishing off with uni,、mm. I believe what you just said there. I was going through that kind of stage where I was, I was, I was very confused. As in, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. 
um, with my career after uni. You know the pressures that oh, you I normally know get. Feeling, man. And I, you know, when I first started uni, I was the happiest guy out there. Like people literally describe me as like the smiliest person because no matter <laughs> if whatever situation I was going through, I would smile through it because I know eventually things will get better. But then, yeah, living by myself and going through hardships and going through trials and tri- uh, tribulations i've noticed that my god the world is you know not that great in the world in, is brutal man mate, it will swallow you alive if you don't be resilient enough yeah and i feel like uni the last three years has been like the biggest blessing of my life because it's learned me how uh, how to be content within my own ability um because i before i still i'm still you know still doing it from time to time but i don't do it as much but i catch myself comparing myself to other people other people mm. who have other situations that might be better than mine or other things that i'm that i don't have much control yeah and i came to a point where i'm like why why am i comparing my situation to theirs like everyone like you said we all have a path right yeah you know some people go through their fa- uh, path 100 miles per hour some people go at 30 miles per hour but mm. at the same time we get to the same place bro i, I know the feeling so um i actually told you about this but i'll mention it again um recently uh old colleague i guess i'd call him oh yes yeah 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 he came to visit me in the store so this guy is i believe three years younger than me um i used to work with him in the store like three four years ago um i remember when he turned 18 like a bit before he actually left the store um and for the for the last couple of years he has gotten into a, a a position at work where um he's pretty successful to to put it simply yeah. basically fucking enjoys the shit out of his life yeah and um when he came to visit me <clears throat> i got this wave of maybe not embarrassment but like maybe like shame cuz I'm like older than him and yet I'm still at this like bottom end job. Um not to like offend anyone. Um You're offending every single retail person out there. Shut up. But yeah, it's like I've I felt so ashamed that I almost felt like he was like looking down at me. maybe he probably wasn't he probably didn't care but i i sort of like imagine that that he was like looking down at me and i was so like ashamed that he's at a position where i want to be and he's so much younger than me and yet i'm still stuck here where i was a couple of years ago um and i usually like you said i i myself don't usually like compare myself to others it happens from time to time um but usually if i see someone successful or uh someone who's in a position i'd want to be in um i sort of use as motivation um where i'm like oh i 
I want to be there. I'm I'm going to be like them one day. But this one time I saw him and it was like I I just didn't know what to think. I was like I want to be where he is, but he's so much younger and it just made me feel shit. And it's sort of like you have to remember not to do that type of shit because you put yourself down for no reason. I think this is also um, another educational problem, but that's definitely another podcast. Um, <laughs> we we are so used... We, we've been instilled with this timeline, this imaginary timeline that from primary, secondary school or high school, if you're anywhere else part of the world, we are... We've been told you were born, you go to school, you leave school, you get married, you earn money, you have kids, and, you you and that's it. <laughs> that is a conformed, strict timeline. Yeah. Um, we have been instilled this in multiple ways. Number one, in, in school, you had a timeline of, um, like a timetable of subjects, right? Yeah. yeah at nine, at nine o'clock, you have to be at registration at 9.30, you know, X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. This type of exposure is instilling into us, hey, that means your life has to be a timeline too. That means you have to wake up at 7am to make sure you get to a job that you don't love, you know? Mm. Like, like I'm, I'm not saying, like, that is just the general gist of what people think. By the way, yeah. I love my job right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree and disagree with that point because with the timetable thing, it also teaches kids like organization and and sort of time management but yes it also sort of puts you on a path of like i have to follow this or i'm gonna fail which is what schools fail to teach kids right now yeah like you don't have to follow, especially these days you don't have to follow that path no and one thing that i think america does good better than any fucking country right now is um there are several universities in America where you can take a subject of playing games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like seen that. Like if you wanna yeah. if you wanna go pro in games, you can take this subject and you literally learn and play this game. It yeah. it just seemed crazy to me because it gives like younger people an actual choice. Yeah. Like they don't have to follow this bullshit routine of go school go college go to a good university course get a job and work for the rest of your life it's like no you can either do that or you actually have this choice which like opens the world up to you sort of yeah no i think you know it's it's such a difficult thing happiness i think we also touched on sadness because we're also talking about a very sad subject right now yeah um I don't know, man. It's it's such an interesting subject just to talk about. But then if we try and relate it into real life, it, it kind of hits hard because mm. you're just like, so where am I in my life then? If we, yeah. if we are, let's say, you know, if our, our life is a timeline, like let's say career-wise or earning money-wise, then where are we? Like, are, mm. is, there any, is there any aspect? It's like um, you played Snake and Ladders, Snakes and Ladders. Yes. You know, you you know, you roll the dice, you move four steps forward, five steps forward, one step forward, but you never know, you could land on a snake. 
you know you like like you said like barriers roadblocks can happen yeah um and we just we never know but i think one thing that we need to make sure that we instill to ourselves and the people who listen to this podcast right now is resilience and coming back from adversity as in people right now everyone not just us not just you and i listening to the podcast um will go through some dark crap in their life oh yeah you know and i think one of the most important things and one things that we not a lot of institutions are, are teaching anyone is how to bounce back and i think one of the key factors in bouncing back is accepting your failure accepting that you you know and i think and what i mean by that is and linking it back to sadness is a lot of people reject feeling sad especially men oh bro <laughs> why why are you pointing me out like this? <laughs> hey hey no 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 let let me let me explain as in especially right now i think it's slowly changing men have this stereotypical image where i'm the man i can never show emotion i'm a, i'm a man you know and 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 right now so many men also women i'm not you know are are going through this mental barrier because they can't show sadness as in i don't post an instagram post of me crying in the corner or <laughs> or a something sad you know we we always yeah. post our happy side our happy um smiley beautiful faces on the internet because for some reason being sad is a negative thing and i i completely disagree being sad is probably one of the most purest emotions out there and we should embrace feeling sad and upset because once you've once you've embraced those feelings then you can finally move on mm. all right so let me ask you this how do you manage your sadness i have to i have to accept it i have to and i need to acknowledge that okay i'm pretty sad right now maybe i should cry maybe i should vent out maybe i should exercise maybe i should do something about it and not just be clueless and reject yeah. it because when you reject it you're piling it up it's like you know when you're this is going to get deep but you know when you hold in when you hold tears back right yeah you get that lump that massive yeah. lump in your throat and you're just like damn man i'm going to choke you know <laughs> and yeah. and it's it's the same thing with sadness if you keep rejecting it if you keep thinking that you're not sad but when you are that's when shit happens that's when you need to realize and say to yourself Oh wait. Maybe I need to maybe talk to someone about it or maybe I just need to vent. And that kind mm. of it's like it's like a kettle, you know. But if you put a lid on it, it's just going to it's just going to blow up. But when you when you open a little hole, the steam comes out and the pressure slowly release. It it might take you days, it might take you weeks, it might take you even months to recover from whatever you're going through. But you only get through it if you admit that you're sad or going through something. true but it's like a lot of people uh man woman whatever just struggle with sadness overall isn't it especially nowadays sadness and like i don't know if we can link it depression as well is such a big thing yep and uh it's like it at, at like at a certain point it's like it, it shouldn't be such a big thing but it is mhm um and i think that 
social media is definitely like one to to blame for a big part of it. Oh my goodness, man! You've hit the nail on its head. Social media is the root of not all, but a lot Most of most evil. Yeah. Oh, the, you said it, not me. Um, <laughs> Bro, we always shit on social media, <laughs> and we're sharing it on social media. <laughs> Please like us. <laughs> uh, hey, no, we are a. I put ourselves a self help on our uh, really? podcast. Yeah, man, we're sharing okay, the knowledge. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Even though uh, <laughs> most of the time we chat shit, <laughs> uh, we're not but, chatting yeah. shit. We're we're insightful. But it's like it's so true, isn't it? Because um, like the first fucking episode we spoke about social media and how all the kids. Uh, like a lot of their problems come from social media. Yeah, and it's true even when you're like older, um, an adult and shit. Social media can still bring you like sadness and shit. Oh, for sure. Especially. <clears throat> so one thing I'm guilty of, and I'm not proud to say it, is I have looked on Facebook before to see where my friends are. That's fine. That's normal. And I was like, fuck, they're off better than me. <laughs> or I was like, hey, I'm better off than that. <laughs> and and I, think, I think that's also another thing where there's this taboo of like not checking where people are. And that's fine. Like, you know, we get bored or we're, we're insightful or we want to know where people are. And that's fine. And I think where it crosses the line is when intrigue becomes comparing and jealousy yes I you was, know i was about to say it links to je- uh to comparing and it's like it shouldn't yeah cause... and like you know i i've i've looked people in, on linkedin or facebook and to see where they are I'd be like, and before i would be like fuck you now how did they get that job <laughs> i'm just like linkedin is the worst <laughs> mate and i'm just like how did you get that? And then yeah. that was like me a few years ago when I started uni. I'm like, damn, I'm in uni and they're earning that much. Like, what am yeah. I doing? And then as the years went on, I realized, man, I, be- I just, I better just focus on myself because if I don't focus on myself, I'm never gonna get anywhere. Yeah. Plus, every every person's situation is different. Isn't oh, it? big time. You know, like some people just get a smooth ride to where they want to be, and some people have to climb up fucking rocks. Oh. And- battle dragons oh mate i'm telling you right now some people like this is no disrespect to people who've made it out early some of you guys have made it easy because of you know maybe you you've had a better family upbringing maybe your family had money i'm not saying all did because some people who had to graft their ass off to get where they are right now but you know the 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 kids and the adults right now who've got it easy man fair play to them they played the system but for majority of people listening, we have to graft through thick and thin just to get to where we are right now. Mm. And I think the last thing that anyone, especially, you know, just not just saying between you and I, but anyone listening to this podcast is to compare. It's fine to be intrigued by what people are doing in life because that's fine. We're humans. We want to know things. But the moment we start comparing, the moment we start judging in a negative standpoint because we don't have this yeah that's when that's when shit hits the fan my dude yeah and um i I don't know like why 
So did you start comparing? If if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? What what makes you compare? Uh, it's good. So <clears throat> the worst one was LinkedIn, <laughs> and like looking at people who are at uni doing the exact same thing as me, even getting the same like grades as me, and then. I'm like in fucking retail, and they got got like the job. Man, I stop shooting in retail, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, honest. <laughs> Whose side are you on? God damn it! <laughs> I'm on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it, you should like. I shouldn't compare, but it's like, it's hard not to. I, yeah, I don't want to say like it's unfair because. Um, I definitely, I'm the cause of where I am right now, um, but it sort of feels unfair. Like they they were at the same position at me, like me. They were in the same boat, and now they're better off while I'm like here. Um, but obviously, like it all matters on what you did. Like the position I'm in right now is only my own fault. I can't blame anyone but myself and. I have like never blamed anyone else. I haven't been like, oh, he's more successful. Fuck him, because um, it's my fault. I'm here because I was fucking lazy when studying and and lazy overall. So I didn't like do the full potential, you know. Um, but you can also use the uh, comparing to your advantage. Self-motivate. Yeah, yeah, you, like, look at someone who's successful even if they're, like, someone you know and they're successful and instead of being, like, oh, for fuck's sake, why they're better off than me, be like, I want to be where they are. I'm going to get to where they are. You know, like, look, sort of look up to them and be like, damn, they, I'm, I, I want to be, like, that successful one day. Um. So let let's... Let's stick with you then. What actions have you done to do that? What to like stop comparing? Um, no, to get to where you want to be. Well, definitely sacrificed my ego. Okay. Uh, one of the things because, like I mentioned, in one of the other episodes, I've like dreaded working in retail especially going back um i was like for fuck's sake it's like so bad but just gotta you know sacrifice to to get to where you want to be and um i was like before starting i was definitely hesitant about even like um applying for this job because i was like oh, i don't fucking want to work i don't want to go back into it i'm like enjoying sitting at home but i just couldn't carry on anymore because it was like taking an unnecessary pause in my progress in life so i just pushed myself to do it sometimes especially myself um i need to push myself a lot to do things um because I've gotten too lazy throughout the years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but once again, it's all my fault. And uh, But yeah, just pushing myself to actually get to a point where 
I can be lazy with no consequences. Hey, mate, that's the life goal. That's the fucking goal. And I feel like you you said it well there. Um, sometimes you do need to take one step back to make three steps forward. You know. Yeah. You know you, you gotta have... just take a. You have to be able to admit your faults. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing is, is when you when you're fucking up and you're like, oh, it's not me. It's whatever other reason. The des- delusional people out there. Oh yeah. We know a few people. Yeah. <laughs> no names. I though. used to be like that, honestly. When like at the beginning of uni. I knew I was lazy, but, like, I wouldn't admit to it. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I just fucking don't have to, or whatever other excuse. But just got to a point where I was like, for fuck's sake, I'm wasting my life. Yeah. Instead of trying to get somewhere where I can waste it peacefully. (laughs) (laughs) Peacefully. I think I almost got to that stage, but I feel like... um, I don't know if this was you the same as you, but when I was younger, especially in um, the early years of school, the te- I was doubted a lot, as in because, you know, I, I came from another country, I, I I rarely spoke a word of English. So, you know, when I got to like year four, year five, year six, I was always put in the lower set, just because, you know, oh, this yeah. boy just doesn't really know how to speak English, you know? yeah. And then I got into secondary school that also affected everything because obviously they, they transfer information. And mm. because of the lack of, um, let's say the lack of, what's the word, man? Um, mate, am, I, am I having a brain fart here? The lack of... <laughs> help? No, 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 not help. Um, persuadence? No. Lack of what? I, I what's going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> the lack of ah no, that's not even the word. No, oh no, that's not even okay. Basically, they didn't have that much trust that I can go further with my abilities, right? Yeah. Because they thought, oh look, this guy came from a different country, has no idea how to speak a word of English, so that impacted the way my sets were formed when I when I went into secondary school. Mm. Every three months, six months. You know, my parents and I would be getting letters saying, "Oh, Ernest isn't doing pro- like performing well. Um, he's stuck in this um, this uh, kind of management thing, and he's not performing to to his full co- capability." Yeah. But I'm just like, "Hey, you're not even giving me a chance. You've set me. You put me in the very lowest set because because of where True. I am." So, you know, I I kind of, and this was when I was in year seven, year eight. Where, what's that? Twelve. 13? Something like that. Like 11? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I I, kind of just said to myself, I was alone in my bed. I'm like, man, I need to sort something out right now or everything or whatever I want in life is never going to happen. So since then, like everything, like everything came really, really difficult for me. As in, it was just hard. Um, And because of those doubters when i was younger i remember i had this um careers day and it was basically a day off and we just we had an interview with a teacher and back then i wanted to be a doctor like you know like any asian kid would want (laughs) um and i and i said to the guy oh i want to be a doctor and then he goes no you won't and i'm like well he's true but you know let's not (laughs) let's not uh let's 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 not do that um (sighs) He goes, oh, if you want to be in that category, you need to improve in this, 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 this. 
instead of telling me, oh, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should. They were basically just telling me yeah. what crap, what kind of subjects I was crapping, instead of mm. motivating me to do better. Yeah, I think something. See, I don't remember how I was as a kid. Um, I only remember a couple of incidents <laughs> when I was in school in Poland that I caused. Oh, I broke a fucking door. <laughs> a door? Did you run in it to, into it or something? <laughs> I don't. I don't honestly remember it fully. Were you like, a little brat when you were younger? Huh? Were you a little brat? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I that means like, yeah. <laughs> I have very little memories of my childhood. I'm not sure why, but I just don't remember shit. Oh, I gosh. remember a couple of parts. I know. So once I was stood behind the door, so it like close towards the wall. Okay. And I was behind it against the wall, and someone. R- ran into the door i don't remember why and the the door just fucking yeeted off of it <laughs> and i got blamed for it you was oh i don't i don't i don't remember if it was my fault or something did you push not... into the door you pushed into the door did you i don't i don't nah. honestly i don't remember <laughs> i just know i got into shit with it. I, I sat there for the rest of the class like shit scared mate oh my god and, oh and, and one time <laughs> I, I super glued this chick's uh, math book together, oh. and I was like, "What? What page are we on today?" <laughs> you're, a, you're a little brat. That's what you are. I was sent to the principal's office for that one. Now I remember that that thing, the fucking super glued book. I did it because some fucking other kids told me to do it. Oh, so I Carol, was, peer I was pressure. Persuaded, yeah, I was persuaded very easily. <laughs> I did dumb shit like that. Oh my but goodness! From what I remember. And I think that a thing that might have impacted me, like I said, I don't remember how was I was as how I was as a kid if I actually bothered studying or not. Um, but in in like secondary school, I was always like uh, bottom sets and shit. Mm. So it sort of felt like why try if I can never get out of it? Because whatever lesson I was in, I was like bottom two, bottom three, um, and like. However hard I tried, I couldn't get out. So at some point, I just gave up. Mate, I used that as fuel, man. I was livid. I was so livid with myself. How I was like, why am I here? Like I like, like yeah, it was the classes were, were like the best classes ever because everyone would just mess around. But it yeah. came to a point where I'm just like, fuck. See, I, I was the kid that I I sort of just folded and I was like, fuck it, I'm I'm not gonna bother anymore. That's why when I got to GCSEs, bro, I didn't study for anything. Mate, how? I didn't even try. I, I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't be bothered. I just sat home, played shit, went to the exam, wrote whatever, and walked out. I was like... I feel like... And, 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 and like I said from what I said in, in the start of the, the podcast, the, the, there isn't a definite timeline on when someone becomes self-motivated. It took me... I had to have that one-to-one interview with that careers day person. I still remember his name. So mean. Um, it after that day, that the self-motivation is still going. Like it took, like it, that day had to happen. And I'm and like yeah. just because that happened to me at year 
nine or something doesn't mean that it's supposed to happen with you right now. Like, mm. that could happen to you in two years' time where you go through this life experience where you're like, oh, shit, you know? Like, yeah, I got to get my crap together right now. Yeah, it just depends on the person. Yeah. I think I'm, I've just gone to a point um, which is actually, like, really negative and toxic thinking, but it's actually helping me through where I feel like I'm fucking wasting my life. I feel like I'm getting too old and not achieving enough. Even though we basically just started our adulthood, I'm like, well, shit, I'm already, like, what, 23 in a couple of months. Like, I need to fucking do something, otherwise I feel like I'm failing at life. And and I'll, I'll say something right now. I feel like <clears throat> you shouldn't really... Like, you can, you can use that to fuel and motivate yourself, mm. but at the same time, don't get too hung up on it. As in... Not everyone is supposed to be successful as they leave uni. Not everyone is supposed to get that that job that relates to their degree as they leave. Everyone goes through these ebbs and flows of what we call life. And everyone is different, you know? You're, yeah. you're going through stuff right now. Someone is going through stuff right now. I'm going through... Well, everyone is going through some... The worldwide thing is going on right now. <laughs> So, Everyone's fucked right now. Yeah, so it's you know, and eventually, if we push through it, we will get, we will pass it, and we will, True. and we will get through it in a better, better. Ba- I can't speak, my dude. <laughs> a better self, basically. Yeah. And we just need time. We literally just need time. Even like twenty three, my dude. But I feel like there is no time. Nah, look, look, look. Do you look. know when this all started? This whole mentality. Was that when, when? When I finished uni. So when I finished uni in April last year, um, I went to South Africa for a month to visit my ex, and when I came back, I sat down to look for jobs, like proper jobs, like graduate jobs, right? And at that point, for about two weeks, I was depressed as fuck. And I mean, like, depressed to the point of fucking as far as it can get, right? Mm. Because uh, to to that point, I was, I've, I've worked before, but it was, like, part-time or, like, full-time saving up for something. And there was something in the future waiting for me whether it was work or another uni semester there was something ahead for me but when i got back from south africa and i had to look for work there was nothing ahead i felt like i was literally drowning i was like i don't know what to do like i i don't want to go to work and spend the rest of my life living but i don't i i I would be thinking like um it would be like, I don't know, it was like May or June. And I was like, I can't see my life in October. Like, I feel like I'm just going to disappear at that point. And for for like a solid two weeks, I was in that mentality. And it like really fucked with me. It was like the, the lowest I've ever been in life. And then um, once I got out of it, um, got out of that slump, I started looking for work, um, couldn't find shit, but then eventually I got like a a, a, a part-time contracted rep job, um, and then that led me to the job I'm at now, um, and from that mentality of like, that fucking drowning, the, the depression, 
sort of grew in me the fucking I need to do something now. I'm running out of time. Like I'm, I'm 22, and I, and and my mentality is like I need to get to where I want to be by the time I'm 30, or I I I fucking fail. Yeah, which is really bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> really fucking bad, but. It, it's been helping me get through and I know it's like oh, everyone says like oh you're so young you have so much life ahead of you but in my head it's like no I don't because I get to 30 and it's too fucking late like I don't I don't want to get to the point I want to live at when I'm at like 40 that's too late for me mm. that's, that's like long past like that that's not worth it for me I want to get to where I want to be where I still have shit ton of time to enjoy it. Not where I get to a point where I have to settle down or whatever. That's crazy, my dude. Like Yeah, it's that's <laughs> that hit me deep. <laughs> I I mean Hey, we're doing a deep one this hey, time. And and I agree with basically most aspects there. Um Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, I guess uh... I guess um the way I look at it, compared to what you're saying, is uh, for me, I have a less strict timeline compared to yours, I guess. Because mm. um, I've always, I've always thought, you know, you you age like fine wine. The the older you get, the the better you become at a certain skill or a certain industry that you put yourself into, yeah. and. You know, we at the same time, yes, we should limit ourselves. We should put a deadline. But at the same time, we shouldn't conform to that deadline. Because let's say if you do get to 30, right? And you're not there. Does that mean you just quit? I don't know. Exactly. Hopefully Hopefully not. Exactly, exactly. What I'm basically trying to say is you, you, you shouldn't... At the same time, yes, put that deadline. But make sure it's not too strict yeah don't 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 define your life once you've hit 30 or 40 define it by the achievements that you've made throughout those ages you see i just realized now i think the main reason why i have such a strict deadline is because i look at all these like fucking 18 19 year olds who have like shit ton of money living it out and I'm like 22 and have nothing to show for it. And it's like, I need to get somewhere quick so I can I can have something. Because if it's too late, then it's like I've wasted a lot of my life just trying to get to the place. I, I feel like it's never too late. Ne- it's never too late if you if you really, really want something. And if you're so passionate and you're so determined to get out of the situation that you're in right now, you'll do your utmost to make sure you yeah. get to that situation. Um, and that, that's not just for you and I, that's our listeners right now. Um, if you're at, stuck at this rut where, you know, I used to be with, in uni and, you know, I guess, would you say you're stuck in this rut right now? Mm, not really, no. I'm, I'm definitely pushing myself to... Uh... To something better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but let's say, you know, you're a listener right now and you are stuck. You're stuck in this situation where, you know, the walls are basically caving in and you have no idea what to do. Just 
you will find a way. You will find a way to get out and find that inner passion, that inner belief, that self-motivation to power yourself into something better. Me and Carol aren't going to give you the right advice because everyone is different. We can we can motivate you to make sure that you get there, but it's all it's all well and good in planning what you want. It's about the doing, and you can't. And the thing with me anyway, let, let's let's um, relate to like to something creative. The thing about creating content, taking photos, taking video, we're all well and good. You know, making excuses in our head saying, oh, I can't do this because I don't have the right camera, computer, X, Y, and yeah. Z. But we we all have a phone. We all, you know, our computers are more powerful enough to, to do some basic editing. And I used to be that person where I'm like, oh, you know what? I can't really do that because I don't have this lens. And I would just create barriers and mental blocks to myself because maybe I was afraid that I would... I wouldn't do a good job if I did do it. That was, and I've had to go through that and said to myself, why am I, why am I holding myself back? And the thing is, you only realize this when you go through it. It's all yeah. well and good listening to what we've gone through, but you have to go through what we've gone through to get out of that rut, to get out of that mental sticky area where you just say, fuck it. I'm, I need to change everything. Yeah. You just have to like realize on your own. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just need to go through like the worst of the shit to actually get to a point where you can move on. Oh, big time! Like you have to uh, suffer in order to improve. Yep. Which is, you know, some people might be like, "Oh, I don't really want to do that. That sounds shit." But it's like it's necessary. You have to fail like, to succeed. If- Exactly. If you look at most like successful people, they they failed at some point. They've been through the worst shit. Yep. Um, but it sort of like powered them up. Yep. But one thing I wanted to ask you, which mm. is completely off topic, okay. but I want to ask you before we finish. Yeah. Um, what is your opinion on like the one percent? So you know how some people like. Uh, like spite them because they they're at the one percent or they got money from like families and some people are like completely jealous of them or some people hate them because oh they they have all the money what is your opinion on that fair play or to on them. those people fair play to really? them yeah i mean i think i think what i mean by that is yes maybe the immediate family right now didn't work as hard but maybe the the grandparents, the grandparents after that, the great great, they worked to that situation where their grandkids can live off well enough. Someone in their family worked their ass off to make sure that's where they are right now. And I don't, I don't despise the one percent. I don't despise the ten percent. I don't despise them because they worked hard, man. Yeah, they've 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 pushed. Most of them still work hard just to keep it. Exactly, because you've heard multiple stories: people mi- uh, winning like a hundred million in the lottery and then b- becoming bankrupt in two years. Yeah, like do you, does that mean if you if you despite the people at the one percent, do you despite people winning the lottery? It just shows that the one percent are doing something to make sure that they keep their wealth because they're they're actually working hard. 
What of that, that person winning a hundred million and spending it all on random crap? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't have an issue with the with whatever percent because they worked hard for it. And the goal is, I'm not saying that, you know, you and I will become one of the one the one percent, but we're going to aim for as much as we can. So we're comfortable. Exactly. How about you? What's Live your, what's best your, life. What's your... See, I, I have the same opinion as you. Um, the only reason I asked, because obviously a lot of people have different opinions on it. Um, and I know that most likely majority of of society uh, have some problem with those people. And I feel like especially the older generations do. Um, like my dad is one to um, like always blame the 1% for everything. Like within the business world, he's like, oh, they're so greedy that this, that. And it's like, well, they are like a lot of them might be greedy you know trying to get as much money as possible but a lot of them also like work hard at keeping and maintaining what they have yeah um and share it out as well it's like i sort of use the one percent as motivation it's like dude they're so fucking successful like they're so big and powerful it's like good on them and the fact they're keeping it like even better for them like it shows that it can be achieved no matter like what position you're in yeah and i feel like you know people who do spite them just have are just insecure in some little way in my opinion yeah you know like they're jealous basically they're jealous that they're not them because if you put someone in that situation they'll be like yeah fuck yeah let's do it you know exactly most people would take it exactly um exactly it's just learning to actually fucking use it, uh, like use the the jealousy and the, the the envy and wanting to be like that in your benefit. Exactly, I think you nailed another nail to its head. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think uh, we definitely went uh, deep on that podcast, my dude. <laughs> Yes. That yeah. was, uh, um, if you're still listening r- right now, I think that's over an hour. Just us talking sweet nothing um, to your beautiful ears. Um, I hope you found that podcast very insightful. Um, Carol, Carol and I um, made sure that we dug deep with those stories and insights that we've gone through. Um, if you did like the podcast, please make sure you share it in every single platform that we have. Spotify is the most popular one that we have right now, but we are also available in Anchor, Breaker, Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Google Podcasts, podcasts, and something else. Um, We're still (laughs) waiting on to be approved from Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Um, But mate, when we get to the when we get into Apple Podcasts, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, Shall we do the our daily shout outs? Daily, weekly. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna go ahead with that one? Yeah, let me uh, go to our followers. <clears throat> okay, it's always gonna be the same people at the start anyway because I don't yeah. know. So, uh, again, Raza, thank you very much. Uh, Pear Bryce, uh, Jeremy, Anna, Avi, Avi again, Bonifer, 
Courtney, Dominique, me, 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 <laughs> um, King, the one and only King Harold, yes, Carolina, Key Films, Kevin Gurung, um, Lois, um, is that your brother Michael? Yes. M- Michael? Michael? Michal. Michal. You can just call him Michael. Michael. Most, most English people do, yeah. Yo, I hope you're listening to our podcast right now. Um, Mr. J. Georgeson, what up, my dude? Um, Raul? Raul? Yes, Raul. Oh, the... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, um... Uh, the... <laughs> Blobby Fish. Yo, let's just call it that. Um, Tress... What's that? Tress? I'm not sure. What's that's that? that? Oh, that's a, that's a new follower. Hey! Actually, yes. How would you say that? Um, tre- Tresh Chick? Yeah, that one. Tresh Chick? Yeah. I don't know, mate. Well, welcome to the Let's Chat Communicate. 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 Oh, come on. Uh, so, mate, I don't English. Um, <laughs> Yolanda. And um, another account for my lovely lovely girlfriend people thank you so much for listening to our beautiful beautiful voices over an, over an hour um the fifth episode which is the one after this Oof. will be uh, something different and Oof, something new special episode it is but we're not going to say anything no nothing you guys will find out when you hear it exactly but we're going to end the podcast there we'll see you again next week please follow us in every single social media so our instagram instagram facebook Facebook, youtube YouTube. oh yeah that's coming out yeah we'll share that one too um but definitely follow us on our instagrams because that means you get an up-to-date um feed on when we're gonna upload same time every single week wednesday around six seven o'clock um go to our anchor follow our anchor follow our spotify and yeah thank you so much perfect um thank you very much for listening yes and also make sure you wash your hands for 20 seconds with soap (laughs) and um carry on listening to our podcast thank you very much bye yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, see you later